yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranelagh, cold butt of a gun put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm not here to hurt you. A brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time imon irok the yen of chacht erachor. Agus suligam a makan sha gurfeder erachor inuik kiart len of winter fein. Skilti fis turmi. Tashe dochretche nach vetoch ara egornamian on kestchen ekol. Vien talam aginam griv arkar nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello and welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler, in association with Square. Square helps you to look after your business needs, from menu management and online ordering to payments. Visit square.com for more. Today we're talking to one of Ireland's best-known sports figures who has become one of the country's most successful investors in startups. Jamie Heaslip, welcome to the podcast. Second time. Second time. Um, You have been very, very busy. You're now working at Stripe. I am, yeah. A lot has changed since we last spoke, which was, I'm going to think, was it Jan 2020? 2020. 2020. Just before lovely COVID uh, visited us all. Um, yeah, since that time, um, I went off, I did the MBA, and uh, I joined Stripe. Yeah, so a lot has changed. Um, it's great, though. It, it's, it's, really exci- it's really exciting. Um, I do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm what we call, uh, I'm the Irish growth lead. So uh, the way I look at that is uh, I've kind of three three roles, essentially. Probably the most important uh, for me personally is focusing on the startup ecosystem and and how, you know, Stripe can help um, the ecosystem and Irish companies thrive in general. you know, Stripe started out in 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 that world. Uh, obviously, you know they've they've grown into enterprise, uh, helping enterprise businesses as well as as startups. But uh, startups are always important to um, to us and our founders, and uh, to me personally as well, because I want Irish companies to thrive. So, so it's you great. Go out, you go out and talk to them. You meet them. I go out. Uh, I make sure, like there's, you know, right? There, there's there's a variety of different stakeholders in the ecosystem. So it's making sure I've got relationships with them, making sure we're able to uh, use the various types of resources that we have. We have some amazing minds um, in Stripe here and how we can maybe, you know, help people get access to them and take learnings from from our 10 years and, and, and give that back as well. Uh, as well as, I suppose, uh, ed, you know, at times educate people on the kind of proliferation of Stripe's products. And mm-hmm. um, that's kind of one piece. Mm-hmm. Um, the middle piece is we have an Irish specific team and and it's it's kind of working with that team in terms of our, our 
kind of general go-to-market strategy um, across startups all the way through to enterprise. And then um, lastly, it's 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 kind of what you just touched on is actually just getting out there and and meeting people and um, not so much in the startup world, but just helping people uh, have a co- point of contact mm. in in Stripe. I think it's 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 really important to the company that we have um, a presence. Uh, here in Ireland, uh, we have some amazing Irish leaders in the company, like Eileen O'Mara, Mark, Mark Barry, uh, Dave Kilbride, as well as our two Irish founders. Um, it's funny the debate I get in a lot about the two lads is: Are they from Tip or Limerick? That seems to be the most <laughs> uh, important talking topic. Uh, with they them. themselves won't be definitive on that. <laughs> well, let's just see on Jersey Day what jersey they're wearing when they come mm. to the office. Now, you would have quite a lot of cred among startups because it's not just that you've come in the last couple of years to this. Mm. You've been an investor for quite a few years. Mm. Quite a successful investor, as far as I can see. Pointy was a big one. Kitman Labs, Urban Vault, Mana, uh, uh, more recently. Um, you, are you good at picking winners? I, I don't know. I'd like to think I pick winners, Adrian, but uh, I don't think it's as easy as that. Um, I, I suppose I, I have my... Everyone has their different kind of investment philosophy. Yeah. I go super early. Um, I I personally I I tend to kind of like if you look at what I'm my background it's high performance teams it's understanding culture it's understanding people's uh, mindset being driven um, how they can do that not just over like one season but multiple seasons and in a startup it has to be multiple seasons I think everyone sometimes has uh, you mentioned Mark Cummins I, I don't think like Mark's probably the exception to the rule in five years, you know, growing and having that company acquired mm. versus, uh, you mentioned Kitman Labs. Mm. Uh, Kitman Labs, which the office only around the corner here is, um, I think they're going since about 2012, you know, so it's now nearly 11 years since since that company is going. So um, it's, you know, what, it's understanding the team, understanding the leaders, their mindset. I, I tend to um, only pick teams I don't find uh, I don't I, I tend not to invest in single founder companies uh, and also areas that interest me uh, and is it from your perspective is that a question of getting to know them of spending time with them is it by reputation is it's it- a little bit of everything um Ireland's pretty small so you can you can do your you know your good due diligence of these guys by asking around um I'm, uh, you know, it's finding, okay, who's the expert in that area talking to them? And what is this idea like? Where is it going? Um, where's that industry going? What uh, other kind of uh, potentially disruptive technologies are coming into the fray? Or how are people using um, technologies in new and different ways? It's just staying on top of that. I mean, Ireland is, it's really exciting in terterms of the innovation uh, coming out of Ireland. Like, was it two weeks ago as in BT Young Scientist? And just seeing the ideas coming out of there was was phenomenal, to be honest, and really exciting. And um, there's I wish program is coming up in end of February. That you know, seeing those kind of ideas coming out, um, we had a, people like Patch, um, mm. seeing what they're doing, and in general, like the NDRC, Dog Patch, all the regional hubs, uh, Enterprise Ireland. It's really exciting to see that ecosystem, what it's facilitating, the ideas that are just bubbling up, and they seem to be getting better and better and better. Uh, and I feel stupider and stupider and stupider yeah. being around these kind of amazing ideas. You clearly have a massive amount of enthusiasm for this and you seem to be a good networker as well. You you, you turn up to a lot of these <laughs> events. Uh, you know, I see or, or hear of you, you know, around Dogpatch Labs doing events with Scale Ireland. Um, wh- remind me how you got into tech or what was it about the sector that attracted you in the first place? Oh, um, 
it probably goes back uh, as far back as kind of 2010-11 um, I've always liked I've always liked people question why we do things a certain way and it, it, Michael Check is probably the one to blame if I'm honest um, he he asked that question a lot when he came to Leinster um, and he, he brought a there was a company called uh, I think they were called Catapult at the time or, or they were they were in the AFL they were tra- they had GPS trackers and all the players they were tracking their training so that training was mimicking uh, uh, the games and that wasn't being done in, in rugby in Northern Hemisphere he brought that up and it, it kind of questioned well use data to go well why are we doing like a 3k as a fitness test when you know you never run probably more than at any one time 80 meters before you have to stop or change direction in rugby um, and it's using that data to to inform your decision making inform the insights and, and question why it got me really excited um, I, I did medical engineering in, in university and, mm. and that just kind of I, I kind of could relate to it um, and that started me down the whole rabbit hole of going okay well what else you know, am I interested in that's asking questions why and that's that's what first put me down there um, and then uh, like understanding the ecosystem and understanding the the facilitators that are enabling and kind of that infrastructure layer that's in, enabling these companies to build upon or uh, curate their ideas and um, that yeah once once you kind of become part of that ecosystem and understand it and try and help it uh, that that becomes really energizing and like honestly this is going to sound very cheesy but I I kind of go okay I was really lucky in sport where Ireland is actually one of the very few countries could be possibly the only one that represents you know the whole island as such and I'm kind of trying to do that again in terms Mm. of like stick that jersey on and get people to stick that jersey on and and try and help all these Irish companies now at all different ages and stages um, you know do well and kind of I used to say in rugby leave the jersey in a better place so hopefully does it almost become competitive if you're getting trying to get under the hood of how things work and you you're hearing of something that is promising and mm. you've come across an individual or a team that looks interesting and you've an opportunity maybe to get in there or and you're hearing of other things is there a competitive element to that do you, do you think to yourself that you know this is a long-term game that I want to get into in what way well, if you compare it to sport, for example, yeah. which you have been doing now for the last few minutes, um, when I talk to very successful founders, for example, money is a factor, but mm. usually it's not even one of the top three factors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm competitive by nature, um, but I want Ireland to win. That hasn't changed. Um, and, uh, and is that reflected in the, the companies that you back, or the companies you're interested in, or the- oh, the com- co- any companies that, that that I have I have invested in uh, personally, um, yeah, they, they tend to be companies that are uh, like zero or one. I kind of call them like you know they're you know they're bets as such, and I go super early uh, into them. I don't come in. I can't. I don't come in later on, um, and I'm kind of backing the idea and. and uh, what they're trying to do uh, as such um, and look if they win great if they don't so be it I'm, I'm fully aware of of the risks around that um, but it's it's that idea of trying to help like if I put my stripe hat on except for, except for me it's trying to help mm. Ireland win if I'm if I'm really honest um, and and help us prosper because we do an amazing job when you think about it of 
if you, like, I mean, we could, you and I could both sit here and list the, the, the companies in Ireland that are, are global companies that a lot of people wouldn't realize and just understand how you facilitate them at an enterprise level, but also, okay, how do we, how do we find the next, you know, teamwork and help them grow or the next intercom, you know, um, or the next Smiths or whoever, um, you know, that's, that's really exciting for, for me. Um, but you want you know, to be there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say, is it the same as running out in front of uh, a crowd in Viva Stadium playing in England? Maybe not quite. Mm. Um, but it definitely gets me excited. Mm. What about the downturn? Do you think it's? I had Eamon Leonard, who is a Eamon's great, a, yeah, well-known uh, startup uh, advisor and, and founder himself, successful founder, in here last week, and he was saying that in some ways a downturn can be good for startups mm. because it allows people to to consider uh, you know starting a company whereas they might have just stayed with with a bigger company um and yeah. also the conditions other conditions are right it, it financially etc what's your view on that do you have do you have any I take mean, on I mean I think I think it's right now is is affecting companies in in different it's not like evenly distributed in terms of how companies are affected um depends on like what stage you're at, I suppose. Um, so I, I'd agree with Amo, like in one stage, it could be really good for mm. some people and, and others, maybe not so uh, quite. But I think good companies will still be good companies. Mm. And uh, people not might not get the valuations that they got previously. But I think um, if you're a good company, you're still a good you're still a good company and you got to look at, okay, okay, right now, okay, there's some macro trends that are happening, but how, how are we planning now for the next five, 10 years? Okay, what are we doing from, um, you know, how are we increasing revenue or how are we being more operationally efficient or, um, you know, what's priority, what what costs can we cut? Um, all, all good questions that you probably should be asking yourself pretty consistently. Um, does that affect at all the way that you think about investing now or in the past, whether or not it'll be a larger round or there'll be more or less money required? Are, are they important factors for, to you? For me? For you, yeah. Um, well, I, I go super early and I don't follow. Um, so I kind of place the chips on the table yep. and, and I back the team and I'm fully aware of, of which way it can go. Um, I think, look, my my learnings is that it you know I, I write it off until otherwise honestly is is how is my philosophy um i think it's it's super exciting for early companies right now and and ideas that are bubbling up um i don't know if you saw the latest cohort coming into the ndrc accelerator mm -hmm. but some really exciting ideas there uh, and even just look at the last few cohorts, you know, what Ian Brown and uh, Paddy Walsh and that whole team have done with the with that program is phenomenal. And they just it just seem to be getting better and better. And so understanding how knowing that 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 ecosystem for early companies is getting better um, is is quite exciting in terms of the ideas that are going to come. And then on the other side of that, in terms of, let's say, the financing, it's great to see companies like, uh, you know, well, Enterprise Ireland uh, in terms of uh, their commitment to to backing companies, uh, Elkstone, Delta, um, you know, uh, you mentioned Eamon, you know, Broadstone, mm. you know, there's there's VCs there who are willing to invest in in early stage companies. And, and I suppose then 
that's where the, the uneven distribution comes. You know, it, it could be a different type of conversation depending on what stage you're at. But what about you? You've uh, you're now working with Stripe. Yeah. You spent a year with Google before. You're kind of easing your way into big tech um, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Um, they're very different companies. Um, I really enjoyed my time in in Google. Uh, I'd actually done two internships there when I played. Uh, John Hurley, he way back was the first one who brought me in, and then Ronan Harris uh, for the second one. Um, I really loved it there, but uh, it's a big, big company, uh, and I, 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 it was it's kind of like the Goldilocks thing for me. It was like they were way too big. Then I went to a super early startup, and and it was like, it was this was Flender, was it? Yeah, and it was too unstructured for me, at, particularly at the stage that I was in kind of that transition. Let's call it, uh, and like Stripe is just right. <laughs> um, you know, Stripe is what ten years old now. Um, mm. and it's it's really exciting to to be there and, and as well the fact that you've got Irish founders and, and they're quite connected and you're kind of part of the Irish team um, it's very exciting for me uh, an interesting journey and uh, I really love it because it's it's you know the only way you grow is being challenged and, and it's definitely challenging being around amazingly smart uh, people, not just in the company, but in the, the the broader ecosystem that we kind of talk. I mean, of all of the bets that you could make in tech and and big tech now, Stripe does seem to me to be one of the smarter ones in the sense that what it does, payments ecosystem and infrastructure, that is yeah. only going one way. And really, the question is, which companies uh, succeed and and come out on top? But to have a long-term interest in the big tech uh, world, mm. as Ireland sort of does now with Stripe, Stripe couldn't really be a better one uh, from a strategic point of view. Oh, well, I don't think I put as much thought as you <laughs> did into it. <laughs> I've been writing about this for a decade. Um, uh, look, it's 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 really inspiring. Like, if I use a sporting analogy, right? Um, you always want to be challenging yourself and growing. And going into these, and and in a really weird way, you want to be able to foster that, um, like take the Irish system, like you, or let's take Leinster, right? They have an academy system that brings through all this young talent and fosters it up, right? But they're also always going to other teams to look at what they're doing or bringing outside people in, you know. Um, and for me, that's quite interesting. Okay, you spent a bit of time in Google. What did you learn there? How does that grow you? You went to a startup. How does that? work and then in stripe you know i'm i'm learning loads every day um so personally it's 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 great so when when i think of my career i'm kind of going like you know, that's you know that's my roi it's 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 learning it's growing uh, because you have to play you know a, a, a super long game for yourself in terms of how you grow i don't know where i'm going to be in you know 5 10 mm. years time but i i know i'm really happy where i am now and and then being in the company seeing how they are, you know, they, they they are incredibly ambitious in terms of of what they want to do, where they want to go, um, and and they plan for that, you know, that long that long term vision, which is really really for me coming from that high performance performance environment in sport, um, now in Ireland and now in now in tech, uh, that's probably why I get a lot of energy from it. <laughs> Also, and this is my own observation, in 20 years writing about tech, I don't think I've ever come across founders 
who almost nobody has a bad thing to say about in the industry. You're always going to find bitching and moaning going mm. on about, you know, Zuck or Bezos, um, even Larry and Sergey in Google. Tim even ha- has his critics. I can't find anyone who'll say a bad thing about Patrick and John. Anyway, that's a, a, um, a different thing. I asked you this once before, but it um, it came up again. Bernard Brogan wrote an interesting blog post uh, the other week, and he was talking about this idea of, as you know, Bernard is involved yeah. himself in a couple of companies. Uh, Pep HQ. That's Pep, right. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Interest, and he's a, developing and a good career now. Yeah. But Bernard um, made the point that in the early years, his heart would sink because he'd go to a meeting and it turned out that really they were as much or more interested in talking to him about sport as they were, say, the business. Does that ever happen to you uh, still? Ah, Look, I think uh, it's part, like Ireland is sports mad. Mm. Um, And obviously I still am involved in, uh, let's call it the entertainment of the sport at times. and I quite like that, you know, it's, it's, that will always be a part of me. Um, I gave from the age of eight till I was uh, 34, pretty much everything into it. Um, so, it, and Bernard's pretty, Bernard probably started when he was, by the time, not even, I was going to say before he could even walk, yeah. he probably had a ball in his hand, um, knowing his father um, and his brothers. Um, so it's, it's part and parcel of you. So, uh, I mean, you, yeah. Is yeah. that something you have to expect then? Yeah, but uh, you don't mind like talking sport. Like to be honest, if you weren't in it, you probably would talk about what sport and event happened at the weekend anyway. But I think coming back to what I was saying about earlier about how how to no, but I just but I think the point that Bernard was trying to make was that he was being asked to meetings that he thought were about potentially business or tech yeah. that actually were really just about a chance for somebody to meet him and talk about Oh Gary. yeah, so I think what, what my point is, is I know it kind of went a roundabout way of saying it, but like that can be expected, right? And particularly earlier on in your career as you transition, but the more you challenge yourself, the more you grow every day, then the more that you can actually bring to the table and the conversation sways. It would have been a big reason why I did um, the MBA over the last two years, which was amazing but a hell of a slog um because now you know it kind of gives you more of a for me a lot more strategic thinking in general really good overview of of uh, of businesses um and now you can bring more to that conversation when you are having that conversation with a big enterprise client or a startup or so, like an SME you know and you can understand Okay, where are they? Okay, what are the things that are important to them? What, like, you know, what are they thinking about across the multiple parts of a business? You know, how are they? You know, you know, how are they looking at their business model? How are they looking at increasing their revenue? What's their go-to market strategy? Is it product iteration? Is it a different market differentiation or penetration or whatever? Um, then, then you can up level the maybe the expectation around you. Um, but so it's you're very hard. In, it's very hard to get that badge off you always. Yeah. So you're coming into a situation like that with the confidence that um, you can, you can, you can pivot it. You can switch it to your advantage. Yeah, I think you have to be able to um, deliver on that front as well. Um, and but yeah, I, I don't think you can ever get away with it. Like it always happens. Like I'm sure people take conversation because they're curious to go. What is this going to be about? And I'm sure Bernard experienced that. Um, but that's where you 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 know you bring through like if, like I've 
Bernard would be all about vulnerability, I suppose, you know, because Monday morning review, you have to be vulnerable in, in the sporting world. It's on video. You can't get away from it, really. So you get very comfortable going, OK, I don't know that answer, but I'll get the guy that does. And you bring them in. Then you learn off them as well in that conversation. So that's uh, that's probably where I've gotten the most growth, learning off other what we call stripes um, over the last two years. And then even learning, talking to some of these amazing startups coming through like um, like the Yonder guys, I know mm. you know them, yeah. or Inclusio announced recently their fund. Yonder's yeah. becoming big in Ireland at gigs. I don't know if you've been at any concerts recently where they tell you to put your phone oh, into Oh, no, a, you're, yeah, that's um, that's the bag. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about Yonder with uh, Luke. Um, Luke. Oh, different Yonder. Yeah, go Totally yonder. different Yonder. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I know the bag one yep. as well. Yep. Yeah. No, Yonder, uh, they're in kind of uh, benefits mm. um, uh, software company. Um, but seeing those kind of new companies and learning off those guys you know they're a lot younger than me I know I look very young but uh, you know just learning off them is amazing and then like even like I said I mentioned already like two weeks ago at the VT Young Scientist I met someone from my school Newbridge College uh, Tara and she did this cool thing around uh, taking you know basically uh, machine learning and AI to use she she's an artist so she did all her drawings and that became the data set that it would learn off and then every drawing it asked her she kind of used a chat GPT kind of function would be done in her kind of style mm. and I was just like how do like just learning off her and well, when you mentioned NBA I was too polite to say oh but your chat GPT can do your NBA career, <laughs> <can't> <laughs> yeah well that's <laughs> another uh, that's Pandora's box that we're opening yeah. up there Jamie Heaslip um, thank you so much for uh, coming in to yeah, talk to no, us today um, and that is all we have time for today folks so thanks to Tabitha Monaghan who produced to Gav Hennessy on sound and to Conan Doherty uh, on video for me Adrian Weckler we'll talk to you the same time next week bye bye yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called butt of a gun and put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts.